Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. This is episode 15-9, and we're your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernet. Every week we hang out and listen to great video game music of the past and the present, and we have a good time with it. Pernet, what, what have you been playing this week? Um, well, aside from my attempts at dodging Mother Nature's cruel attempts at assassination by snowing in November. Yeah, what's with that snow? Assassination attempt. It's too early. Um, I've been, I just did a review for a cool game called Joggernaut, which is pretty slick. That was fun. We played that. Slick wiki. We brought that over and we played that, um, not too long ago. Yeah. Did co-op on it and it's freaking great. It's a game that I feel as though it's my favorite kind of game lately. Mm. And with that is games where no one talks about them. They get very little press. Yeah. And then it comes down the pike, probably likely because like my the SML host is just like, hey, you want to try this game? I'm like, I never heard of that. Like, I'm like, that looks weird. <laughs> Do it. And then I'll be like, this is legit. And like, it, it hooks you. Like, I've been playing that and I like looking for games like that, which is why obviously I'll probably rant about them if they, mm. if they come along. Um, World of Final Fantasy, I was playing as our count of the. Uh, of extra life, extra stream. life stream that recently did. Yes, that was um, really good. It was a great game. That was like my final game, which was hilarious because listener Henrik and his girlfriend popped on at like seven a.m. our time, and was like chat with me on the stream. And yeah, I'm like, so I have I'm no idea. Asleep. I have no idea what time uh, it is for them. <laughs> I think it was like ten or eleven o'clock at the time for him. <laughs> so it was pretty funny as he was like talking to me. I'm like, I'm surprised I even have the pep I've got left. Yeah, the, ex- the extra live stream was fun. Um, I was not around for a lot of it, but for maybe a quarter of it. No, nah, don't be jitters. Oh, come on. <laughs> you were like a tenth of it. Ten until... Twelve. Uh, no. Yes. It was like two. Yeah, you left, remember? <laughs> then you came back, and I, then you left like oh, 20 yeah. minutes after you got I, I back. I brought you lunch. Oh, hey, I'm not knocking that. Brunel, I brought you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you did, because... You... We we played shoot 'em ups with people losing their clothes for at least two hours. And that was fun. It was amazing how <laughs> that was the premise of the game, and yet it was still totally within the ratings of our show. So it was perfect. Yeah, it was like, just, just... There was no just, it was... It was totally normal. It was just weird that it that was, was the premise. Totally of the normal. Game. Happens every day. Happens every day in happens shooters. Every day. Your ship blows up, but the only thing that happens is your clothes get yeah, slightly yeah. tattered. You know, you, you, you go to work, um, you end up at work late, and then your boss yells at you, and then your shirt gets ripped. <laughs> oh, no. And, and by the I'll, way, the game we're talking about is called Caladrius Burst. Yeah, and then you drive home, and you get pulled over by the cop, and you get a ticket. Oh, your pants get ripped. Oh, God, how does this happen? All this <laughs> damage. All this damage, damage, damage. Oh, shame. Shame damage. <laughs> and probably in addition to that, we did, uh, we played, uh, what was it? That um, Darius Burst Chronicles. That was, that was my, fun. surprisingly my first time playing it. Really good. Which I've owned forever. Funny enough, the stream was actually a lot of it. Like, I had all these games in mind that I was probably going to like dig into and get more time through, like Dragon Quest Eleven or whatever. And I ended up playing games I never played before that I owned. That's good. Um, and the most surprising one, um, listener Infernal Bandicoot suggested that I take a crack um, at who? Infernal Bandicoot. Uh, the Infernal Bandicoot. The one. He suggested that not Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> not Electric Boogaloo. I'm getting it right this time. Um, he suggested I try out Crash Bandicoot Warped, which I had never played. I had played through the first and second Crash Bandicoot games. Mm-hmm. But I had never played through Warped or even touched the game. So I booted it up just to 
dabble because he was like, I like it'd be cool to see how you, you know, how you react to it as your first play. I played yeah. the entire game in one sitting. And he hung out with me the whole freaking time down here. It was amazing. That dude is a champ. Yes. He was- did what I could not. <laughs> if you if you need a podcast job, that guy is on it. And I'm going to tell I'll just you, produce. Worth, <laughs> worth mentioning, though, he suffered. He suffered alongside me. There are ve- there are vehicle stages in that game. Uh, there is a there's like a, one type of stage where you are riding on the back of a baby tiger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that one, I was I died a fair bit going for crate totals, but I was able to manage. Oh, poor Elvis. I tried to move him from knocking over the back. He tipped over. Yeah. My, so my dog has had... Well, he's very old. Um, this is turning into the dog cast. Um, he is um, 16. So I don't know. In dog years, that's like a billion. And he had vertigo not too long ago. So his balance is not all there. I didn't even realize he was like trying to sniff and yeah. find his way into my bag. I'm like, don't do that. And he's like, tips over. I'm like, whoa, that's not normal. Yeah, it's called like canine vestibular disease or something. Unfortunately, Elvis wasn't there for the podcast, for the for the extra life because he would have been bonus points. Yeah, that would have been great. It, it, that we would have had a camera. We would have had to have a camera um, oh, for his uh, antics. For, for, yeah, for his antics. I mean, he shows, he shows he's up really good, he's really good at skater die too. He shows up. He is. He's amazing. Like I don't know. I don't even know how to play that game, and he's so good at it. <laughs> um. So oh, I forgot. I got to finish the. the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were riding a tiger. We're, there's a tiger riding <laughs> levels, which are rough. Which, which you mean by tolerable. so when you talked about ve- vehicles. The tiger is a vehicle. The tiger in this game. is a vehicle. Yes, because he ha- he accelerates and he slows down. Yeah, that's a vehicle to me. You, and um, another <laughs> vehicle type in the game, which is a, is a there's like a jet ski where Coco the crashes. I don't know how she happens to exist, sister. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that crash was a lab experiment, where the heck did Coco come from? But anyway, point is, uh, <laughs> I she rides you, I, jet I, skis. This Crash Bandicoot lore, I don't, I don't, I'm not up on. You could be saying, you like, you just said he was a lab experiment. Yeah, to my you recollection, he was a, like, he, yeah, sure. he was turned into a living, like a human, you know, anthropomorphic. I think that's the right word. Anthropomorphic Anthropom- Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic Bandicoot I by think, Dr. Cortez. I think the closest thing we have to a Crash Bandicoot now is uh is the, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Oh Max Gritty. Gritty. <laughs> Yo, he's the best thing ever. Yeah. Um but like Coco exists and she rides jet skis and those levels are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But the best that the best, the worst. Let me get that right. The worst vehicle is the motorcycle stages. Motorcycle stages, why it exists, I have no freaking idea, but the premise is to get the levels power crystal, which is the collectible that you have to get to progress in the game. Mm. You have to race on a motorcycle and get first place. And it is the biggest pain in the butt to get first place and the biggest pain in the butt to get all the crates. And I failed and failed. And you did it? Failed. You eventually did it. I eventually did it, but I failed a (laughs) lot. And if you realize you messed up early... There's no restart level up. So, you have to play through the whole thing to try again. So, he's a lab experiment. Is that why he's obsessed with breaking crates? It's for the wumpa fruit that they contain, because apparently that's the indigenous bandicoot's favorite food. The wumpa fruit is the only thing that calms his brain? Quite possibly. <laughs> it's wumpa fruit. Wagga, wagga, wagga. Um, so, before we continue any further... As we do this long, uh, longer preamble of our show, um, we need to uh, talk about our um, podcast anniversary. So, in a couple weeks, we would have been it'd be three years of doing this podcast, which is pretty amazing, right? I'm so old. <laughs> um, I didn't. I know it's not that I didn't plan on doing this show for three years, but it's cool that it did. Oh, I totally didn't plan on it, not because I didn't want to, but. 
I, as I said many yeah, times in the it's show, just happening. I didn't expect. I didn't expect the listenership we got, which is really freaking wonderful. Yeah, it's really nice. And I also assumed at one point that Rob would get bored of the show <laughs> and just stop. You you thought wrong, Pernell. I, I did. I find a thing and I do it. Yeah, okay. it has worked well and it's been great. So we should say next week we're going to have um, a special guest. Um, you probably know who they are. You know who they are. Point. Last week we guested on the XVGM radio show with, with the X Pixel Tunes radio dude, Mike. Le- 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 Levi's and I Justin. Wish. She could give me Justin, some free jeans. Uh, Mike Justin, Levy and Justin Bandicoot. Justin Bandicoot. <laughs> um, so we were on their show, and they're going to come on our show next week, and it's going to be a joy. It's going to be great. That topic, it may as well just state it. On their show, we did uh, was- Capcom Disney music games, not music games. Capcom Disney music title games. Point is, Capcom and Disney work together on games. And then yes. the next version for them coming on our shows, Disney games that had nothing to do with Capcom. Oh, so we're, we can actually can finally do uh, the Konami's DDR Disney rave. That's correct. Excellent. Um, and then the week after that, which is going to be well, the, the recording week for us. So November 27th, which is a Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., will be the live stream for our anniversary show. And this is not going to be a Patreon exclusive just this once, because we want everyone to get in on this one episode for the month. And it's going to be a particularly interesting one, because this isn't even normal. Well, it kind of is, but it's not. So this goal will be, since it's our podcast anniversary, we usually pick our favorite tracks from the season, so to speak, or over the last year. The last year, yeah. But... Obviously, we're going to still do that, but since this is the live stream episode, we're going to do that episode as in to say we want the listeners, yes. in this case, all of you, to submit your favorite tracks that we have played on the show. And if you can't happen to think of one, just give us the episode. Yeah. What is your, yeah. If you don't, if you can't think of a favorite track that we've played, what is your favorite episode that we've done? And then we'll pick a track from that episode. It'll just be a great idea to get as much con, uh, much input as possible. If we end up getting some overlap, then hey, that's going to be like the listener yeah. favorites combined or whatever. But we will have an event on the on our Facebook. We're going to have links to um, our live stream. It's going to be on YouTube. We'll have it everywhere. Um, it's going to be a bit of a longer episode because I think we're going to play um, ten tracks. Maybe the th- maybe eight, but we're gonna play as many. We're gonna play a whole bunch throughout the whole course of the episode. And um, Patreon subscriber, listener, all time good dude, Chris Murray sent us um, some bubbly Sham Pipple. So it's gonna get really weird, as it should because when Sham Pipple's involved. Yes, because that happens to me very fast because I'm not used to that. <laughs> and in my case, I just like beverages. I'll have to give you a little something extra. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Extra LaCroix. Yeah, that's right. What? Brought to you in part, but not brought to you in part by... <laughs> oh, dear God, you did that. Key lime LaCroix. It tastes like water. Tastes, <laughs> tastes like water with a bit of lime. <laughs> now, the key lime LaCroix is actually a nice... It's a strong lime flavor. Oh, Just who? don't expect it sweet. That's, that's the problem. People expect it to be sweet, but it's not sweet. Unsweetened. It, it's it's not even it's not even unsweetened. It's not sweet. <laughs> Anti-sweet. <laughs> it's the unsweetener. It's it's like it's like what you would expect, but incredibly bitter. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, I don't know. You trying to call me bitter? <laughs> okay, so November twenty seventh, Tuesday. That's seven thirty p.m. 
it's going to be the third anniversary of our show, the podcast anniversary. So It'll be a grand old ditty of a time. We will have links and um, some Zelda stupid pictures. We'll have some fun stuff to do on the stream. Maybe I remember even a few Mario's. Last year, I did some dumb quizzes. <laughs> Quiz tag. I'm surprised you even came up with those questions. I know. They were pretty bad. I couldn't get through them. I was laughing so hard. That's part of the fun, though. Thanks to the champagne. There it is. See? All the more reason to have it. All right. So this episode is called... What? 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 Don't don't, don't spoil it. See, the episode title... No, no. no, This episode. Yeah. It's bankruptcy. Bankruptcy? Yeah. Where do you get bankruptcy from? Well... Oh, crap. I got it confused with it again. I'm sorry. Not bankruptcy. I meant medical. Medical. Oh, I always get those confused. Oh, because if you have a medical issue... You might just hang it up. And you're an American. You just let it go. You screwed, <laughs> son. <laughs> screwed. It's the world we live in, everybody. Oh, I, I always make that I joke. like to think of the show as a time capsule. Because <laughs> honestly, down the, the future, we'll be like, you know, after... Once President Simpson got in the office, he gave us our temporary tax refund adjustments. You know, everybody worked, everything worked out so great. Um, so, I had to fit that Simpsons reference. I had to do it. I know. Well, our show is like, this. I think someone posted that like it's a drinking game, how many Simpsons references we do. Oh, wow. In that case, I got to step up my game. Uh, get, get someone really screwed up. Um, so we actually talked about doing this since the... Um, since the time we were at the Retro World Convention in Connecticut, which was the same weekend as the Legacy Music Hour, Salem, Massachusetts, the Salem Witch Trials of VGM, (laughs) um, where I fell on the sidewalk the very first day of that show and cracked my face open. Note how most people tend to want to forget and have others forget things like that. (laughs) Rob wants it up close and personal. He wants you to know. I've had a lot of injuries during the course of this, during the last year. So we thought we would do hospital and medical related music. Inspired by Rob's many <laughs> medical whoopsies. Yeah, for every song, I will talk about a pain that I've had. <laughs> I'll talk about, talk about all my pains. Um, so this is an odd-numbered episode, so that means you're first. Yeah, buddy. Well, I'm just going to step this in. I'm going to step into this wholeheartedly mm. on the best note possible with what is quite possibly my most favoriteest, fantasticest, words that aren't real words... <laughs> track that fits this category or even just shop music in general and this is the theme to the satomi tadashi pharmacy from you know it revelations persona oh. as in the game i'm going to get up that chart for most played tracks it's gonna happen yes um but the composer is misaki okibe
敵が回復にすっと毒で痛いよミスポイズ麻痺した時はディスパライズで病気を治そうとしいつも戦うみんなの味方僕らの街のお薬やThis is crazy. That's what I like to hear. I love starting the show off with crazy. And that's what this, this is. Crazy. The Satomi Tadashi Pharmacy Jam theme. <laughs> but I'm going to call it the jam. The jam. From the game Revelations Persona or Persona 1 Be Your True Mind, composed by Misaki Okibe. So, what the heck is this track, right? Yeah, I wasn't. Okay, especially out of a Persona Mega 10 game, not expecting this. this so also,、cool. that beat. Is like awesome. It's like boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's cool. So good. And then this dude like sings over it like like he's sneaking up on somebody. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you. I'm standing right behind you. Bringing your cash and stuff. All right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. But, but, but what is, okay, what, what's the context where this plays in this game? It plays whenever you go to the pharmacy. So the pharmacy and、really? the game exist in various malls. And it's where you go to buy like heal, a lot of healing items, whether it be for like, like HP or for like stat healing or resurrections.、Uh, the pharmacy is run by one of the side characters' fathers. And it's amazing how it's the same guy that runs in, he's in every store. Like, so his dad is working at every store somehow.、Um, And it's especially cool that I didn't, I've been listening to this track since the 90s and I've always loved it. I even tried to sing the lyrics. Rob tried to catch me doing it. <laughs> Failed. Yeah. But, no, yes, he didn't. He no, you didn't you know, I didn't lose the listeners. They're, <laughs> the they're, listeners. They're, they're the real losers in this situation. <laughs> yeah. But like, I came to, I mean, I still sing this track to this day because I love it. I just do a poor job of it because I, I don't speak Japanese. I'm terrible at that. But I came to learn today that the translation, the lyrics are actually singing about what they sell. So, like, the guy said, he's like, come to the store and purchase some awesome items. Are you serious? Yes. That's amazing. If you are poisoned, take this poison. Maybe paralysis can be healed with this pee. Um, resurrect your friends with orbs of the blood or something. It's like, it's really, really weird. And it's spectacular that they threw that in there. And I wish I could understand Japanese because it would have probably hit me like a ton of delicious cotton candy had I heard it and understood it when I first heard it in the game. Do you game. think maybe they did that to like help the player so they would know what to do when they got to the pharmacy, like what to buy for certain status elements? I just think it's hilarious. I mean, that's and really funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's super- a drugstore. They sell these items and they're singing to you about what they sell. Because the, I remember I played through, I started,、oh, I started to play through the first Mega 10 game for the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. And it was. Like that. It was like you, you needed items. You went into the weird pharmacy in the weird mall. Because、mm-hmm. the whole game was weird. Yes, it was. God, the game is like a nightmare. Monsters just attacking you、like、in like, in like the like grocery weird... store. And yeah. Like, and like the, the next aisle over, like a woman like buying groceries. Like, what? Did you not just see the guy? Yeah, exactly. The、yeah. monster there? Ah, whatever. But the way it's like in a first person view and everything is kind of walled in and. 
That's just so strange. That's how the series has, was up until like Persona. Up until Persona yeah, 3? And then Persona, yeah, and Persona 3 was when they kind of changed because 2 was they got rid of the first person, but it was still very self contained, very narrow and contained. Yeah. And then 3 is where they were like, okay, let's just super stylize, like anime style everything, right? Yeah, and it was like, well, now we still have quarters because they randomly mm. generate all the dungeons, but it was still a fair bit more, felt more open, I guess I'll say. A little bit. But well, like ultimately, yeah. up until Persona, Two, at least, they were all first-person dungeon-crawling exploration titles, which is interesting. And then, like even Shin Megami Tensei Mainline series, when Shin Megami Tensei Three, they got they even got away from it there. It was like finally we're going to do like behind the back third-person exploration, which I right. love. So, but overall, <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite series, and quite possibly, if not my favorite store jingle. Yeah, it's really weird. Do we know if that's Misa- Mi- Mi- uh, Misaki Okibe? Singing it? Singing? Nah, it there's someone else. I remember seeing it somewhere. They uh, mentioned who the vocalist was, but I had to look it up again. But it's just... This is my, this is my jam. All right, so I'm going to start my... You ain't topping this. Off. No, well, I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay, well, there's going to be... I'm play, it's an Atlas track. Mm-hmm. This is from Trauma Center Under the Knife for the Nintendo DS, where you play a surgeon. <laughs> and there's real drama. There's real lives, digital lives on the line. But because this is Atlas, there is that Mega Ten connection. So this has got Shoji Maguro, Kenichi Kikawa, and Kenichi Suchia. And this track is called The Cutting Edge of Medicine, That's which I love that name. But um, yeah, this whole soundtrack is super cool. And it makes sense because they got all these great Atlas composers on it. Um, so here it is. This is... The cutting edge of medicine. Are, can, can, are you? Medical. Do you do you know these lyrics? No, not really. I'm yeah, I barely that's know. amazing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty impressive. That's though. just all from hearing it. I don't remember what they're <laughs> just, saying. I just know what it sounds like. But now, now that you know, are you like happier about it? Oh, it's my jazz. It's yeah, my yeah. jazz. Does it mean does it improve it? It does. I just got to ask you get them on paper just to sing along. <laughs> Good boy. Bye with this all right, well, this is from Trauma Center, Under the Knife. Under the Knife. Into the, the Night. Into the Night. The Cutting Edge of Medicine.
This is the cutting edge of medicine. That's the track name. No, this, no, this <laughs> is actually the cutting edge of medicine. Get in line for healing unlike the which you've never seen before. Uh, this is from Trauma Center, Under the Knife, for the Nintendo DS. Composed by Shoji Maguro, Kenichi Kikawa, and Kenichi Tsuchiya. It's a two, two Kenichis. That's a lot of Kenichis. Kenichis. Um, uh, published, I think also developed by Atlas. So this is the first, I think this is the first like surgery game that I was aware of. It was for me for sure because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure Surgeon Simulator was a dream in someone's eye before this game when this game came yeah. out. Yeah, and then there was there were some more trauma centers that came out for the Wii, right? Yeah, they did yeah. some for the Wii. Um, they remade this one for the Wii too, I believe. Um, basically, this ASE became a bit of a small bit of a series, unexpectedly so because I love the game. I played it when it came out, but I was figuring it would be more of a niche that would take off at all, and then boom, there's more, baby. There's Trauma Center, Trauma Center 2, there's Trauma Team, uh, Second Opinion, and I had a lot of them, but not all of them. But what the heck is Trauma Center? It is basically a, I'd well, say it's... like a... Like a story-driven yeah. surgery game, but, but I don't want to call it a surgery simulator. Though. No, yeah, because it's more... I feel like as you're using the stylus, it's a lot like Operation, like like the board game Operation. Yeah, but I, mean, I would go with that, except Operation is all about just take the thing out and don't touch the side of the road. But this game is... They, they make you go through a number of the yeah, processes, like, like, like... circle this thing, and by circling it, you're, like, making an incision in something. Or, like, yeah, you're actually, like, drawing the line along where you want to cut open. you got to sew it back up, like, zigzagging across it. You have to put on ointment and apply bandages and stuff. And then it gets beyond that to weird, crazy stuff. It turns out that there's like a terrorist organization called Guilt. And uh, (laughs) they have created like super illnesses that you ultimately end up having to fight on the surgery table. Uh, That's cool. I like that. And the main character that you control has special surgery powers so you can like stop time <laughs> while you do surgical things that otherwise that where when people are dealing with guilt normal surgeons can't handle they the person would die oh, that's but funny. since due to his ability to like stop time for a short period of time just like he yeah, can he had like he a special he had like a special supernatural power to be like a super healing power and so you can like yeah you can heal too i forgot yeah, super like healing, healing power yeah it's just, it's hard too, though. The yeah, game is I, not yeah, easy. I remember it being really, really difficult. I played through some, like, uh, I think it was this one was the first one, I think. I, yes. I think I played through part of it. Um, I like how this music is, I don't know, it sounds like maybe like late 90s, early 2000s, um, like in a, not in a shopping mall, but like in a boutique, like clothing store. You walk in, bring, 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 get, bring, get bring. that hop and bop going. Hi, you looking for a pair of jeans today? Are you looking for a shirt? Yeah, I'm talking. Get a, we got a hot night on the town coming or, up. Or like you're walking through the department store to get somewhere else, but you have to go through like the perfume section. That's and you hear this music. They spray perfume in your face. You start gagging. And it's also a little uh, Phoenix, right? Which is pretty cool. I think it's the piano that's getting it for me. Yeah, I can kind of see this. I mean, aside from the mm. surgery section, this does have a Phoenix Wright vibe to yeah, it, it too. Totally so does. very anime inspired. You know, the big next when the characters are talking to each other, it's yeah. giving the providing you with the context, and all of a sudden, boom, surgery. Yeah, I like the Where uh, in the case of Phoenix, it's boom, court case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're doing something. All of a sudden, we must operate. Yep. Objection. Let's begin the operation. <laughs> um, yeah, begin the operation. That's what he screams. Um, but I like the bass on this. It's very squishy. It's like and delicious, super squishy bass. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to talk about my injuries this year. All I know, I, I'm healed. I, uh, the, the character from Surgeon Simulator or, or Trauma Center didn't have to operate on me. 
Oh my goodness! I, like, I, I want to talk about various. No, I'm not going like, to do. I'm that. not going to do it. It's just it's no one wants to hear about me complaining about stuff. But let me start. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's fine now. I'm you got just, space measles. It just derailed my uh, marathon training for for this year. I'll probably start again next year. But no, actually, I bought a new DDR pad, so that's, I'm just going to be doing that. That is his marathon. That's my marathon. I bought an arcade machine um, stage. Set a world record for my longest DDR session. And you helped me move it. That is true. And that was a brute. That was a beast. It's like a two to three hundred pound dance pad. Yeah, two hundred and fifty pounds down the stairs into the basement. Then I had to lift it and take the legs off of it so I could stand up in my basement because the ceiling's too low. But man, it was all worth it. <laughs> oh, it's worth it. It's the best. Um, yeah, so shout outs to Kyle Ward, Step Maniacs crew. All right. Um, what's your next track? Time to bring it back to the exact same series because we both knew where we were going oh, with this. Oh, Trauma Center? That's right. Oh, what you pick from it? My track is from Trauma Center Under the Knife 2, a.k.a. the one I never played. <laughs> and the track title is called Darkness Sets In. And it's composed by Manabu Namiki and Noriyuki Kamikura. Is this for the Wii? Or for uh, the NDS? Um, DS as well. Oh, also for the DS. Though I want to say that I believe this may have also gotten a remake. It might have gotten, like, ported over... Yeah, I just don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't do the additional research, honestly, to see if the ports or the remakes on the Wii had different soundtracks. But I'm sure some of our listeners might know, and they would be happy to tell us. I want to say that they did. At least Trauma Center One mm. definitely did. Yeah, there's just a lot of them out there. All right, here we go. Some. Here we go. Music. Music. back you are listening to darkness sets in from the game trauma center under the knife two <laughs> composed by manabu namiki and noriyuki kamikura that's a cool track man i love i love that second half of this track where that piano comes in it gets it gets kind of jazzy that's right and what you that's are cool. hearing is delphi is back they brought more guilt which means <laughs> you got to start getting surgical with it that's a weird metaphor man like you get, you must overcome your guilt and be a better doctor. Almost so, like I never beat the first game, but I would not be surprised if they did slip sorting like that in there. It's like he lost a patient because I mean, early, I know the first game he's like a new doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like a medical student, like, and he's doing his first like surgeries. Yeah, because like at first his assistant is kind of down on him, like you don't even take this stuff seriously. Do you even care? He's like I'm here. To, it's like I'm just here to work. 
And then as he starts to learn more about his powers and what he's dealing with, he becomes more engaged. Like, I right. gotta do this. I gotta be. A, I gotta be good for. I gotta be here for these people. And it's just such a quality concept in the game. I think that they could turn this into a story that you give two hoots about. It's amazing. And then this sequel, which I now, after hearing the OST for this show, I am buying it. It's because so I skipped cool. it originally. This is super cool. Now there's a um, there's a two player variant that people play, where one person does the controller. Um, for giving out like the tools, mm-hmm. he's like the nurse, and the other person actually does like the the in, on the Wii version. I must say it has to be the Wii. Yeah, yeah, that it does the actual sense. movement. So like one scalpel. Like, scalpel, I need the scalpel. No, no, I need the scalpel. Yeah, that would be awesome to try. And see. Yeah, you know, like suitor, suitor. Yeah, exactly. Lollipop, lollipop. lollipop. You heard what I said. Get the vacuum thing. Get the vacuum thingy. <laughs> the goo, the goo sucker. Oh, this, this is another like I think I can't remember the name of the track from our last episode, but. Well, we played music from the Nintendo DS where I really wish that it didn't have that compression or that the lower sound quality to get it on the little NDS um, chip I because like it sounds super cool. And I bet this, I would love to hear this like cleaned up and more as it was recorded originally. I wouldn't mind hearing that either. I do. I, I will say that I feel like in some weird instance, the occasional instance where I feel like hearing it as it is on the DS actually ends up sounding better. But that yeah. may just also be because nostalgia is a fact. Oh, I'm sure there's a bit of that, but also I know there's some games on the DS, like on the PlayStation, where it was sequenced audio using the sound chip on the DS. But this this sounds a lot like it was um, like streaming, like real audio they they put onto the onto the cart and they just compressed it because this is cool. I love like that cool siren. But I that's can't telling, imagine doing operations to this track. I think this is probably a story track that plays my guess. But that's imagine guess. doing surgery, just like okay, or, we gotta say this guy. Or it's playing like while you're um, like while you're in an ambulance. Oh, that's possible. <laughs> Can you be like doing something in the ambulance? That would be cool too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the other ones. Were. I know it was Trauma Center. It was Trauma Center Two. They remade the first game as Second Opinion. That was the re-release that mm-hmm. the Wii got, which I did buy that one. And then there was Trauma Team, where it was a team of surgeons, and they all had different abilities. Oh, that's amazing. That sounds like a board game. Yes! That'd be a cool board game. Yes, it would be. That'd be like Operation. Watch I just brought home, like, why buy Trauma Center 2 when I can actually go home and play Second Opinion in Trauma Team? Operation Survivor. Why don't we get down with this? See, that's where it is. Now there should be more games that are based around, like, typical human activities. I mean, like, we've, like, Euro, Euro board games have all been like, you're a farmer. You're a farmer. <laughs> You're a farmer. Farmer. <laughs> um, You're a tour guide. Or it's like historical. Yeah, yeah. But like, I would love one that was like, you know, yeah. You're a tour guide, or this one would be like, you're a doctor. Actually, there is one like that that is drew a lot of weird responses uh, because it's like the most depressing oh, no. yet like, also <laughs> like thought-provoking concept for a game. You are a team of nurses and doctors. Oh no, it's all and- triage. Not so much. I'm not even sure about so much a triage, but like the premise is that a person is dying, mm-hmm. and you are helping him piece together his yes. dying memories. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, he's he's um, he's lost his memories, and as he's dying, the nurses are are. It's the the story is told through what are conversations with him to piece together what his memories are, or at least what he thinks his memories are. Yes. I like that. That's a cool idea. It's a cool. It's, it's one of those games idea. where you only play through it like once because you once you know the story, you kind of know the story. Yeah, and it sounds like but, something I would like to try, but at the same yeah. time, I feel like I'm not sure I want to be the one that buys it because it sounds like a game that yeah. would be like a mood killer. Yeah, unless you're really in the mood for that kind of entertainment. That well, night. Like, we we gotta have a live stream where we play board games, and I think we need to play Fog of Love. Oh, that would be hysterical. Where me and Pernell are in a relationship, or at least 
role-playing a fictional relationship going completely wrong. Or completely right. No, it's going to go wrong. Yeah, I hear, I hear that it goes wrong no matter how hard you try. But you try. Admittedly, a small part of me would like to get access to this game and just try to like use it as like a... Well, Kim, weird... Kim was going to give it to us, but... Oh, she had it? She had it. She was. We were, we were watching a movie at her place, and she was like, oh, I got this thing. We were like, oh, awesome. We should take it. We never did. Well, I'll take it. Shoot. Because I feel like, in addition to just hanging out with friends and playing it, it'd be something, something weird about the idea of like going to a bar and yeah. going, you know, I got this cool thing we could try. It'd be fun. And we're just sitting there playing fog. And I was like, this is a game well, I mean, where we're in a relationship, <laughs> but we have weird traits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't like want to win the going, game Mr. together, but I want to win the game for me, which <laughs> might mean that you're miserable. Which is awesome. It is how that whole the whole oh, thing works so rough uh, anyway we'll, we'll, I want to link um, the review to Fog of Love from Shut Up and Sit Down on, on the podcast so in the show notes there'll be a link to a YouTube review of that I'm going to stick with some of the more energetic music I'm going to a track from the game another Nintendo DS game called Life Signs Surgical <laughs> Unit this weird game yeah um it's a very strange. So this is like. Well, part, you want to wait till the tracks play because yeah. we got to have that in context. Just, just a little context is it's part trauma center, part. Um, Bogaloo. Part visual novel kind of romance game, um, and this is a track called "Persuade the Flame," um, and the artist <laughs> is unknown. I've looked all over for this this composer, could not find one. It's, it's completely unknown for the Nintendo DS from Life Signs Surgical Unit. so good this is from life signs surgical unit this is a track called persuade the flame for the nintendo ds this came out in 2005 it was developed by a company called do you remember chunso no the other one the one spike spike the part that was bought yeah they bought they bought it yeah a company called spike is their only ds game in 2005 i cannot find the composer so if anyone listening wants to know, I want to know because this is a jam. Folks so who are good. all about their Danganronpas, <sighs> this could have been the beginning this could have of been what it. became Danganronpa. It could be. I mean, if it is, I, I would I would love to know because this is an amazing tune. Um, so yeah, it's it's like there's sections where you are a surgeon having to do like trauma centers type mini games almost where you have to do certain things. And then part of it is 
you know, maybe you romance the patient or another doctor. Or it just the, seems so sketchy I, I, and I it violates all kinds yeah. of, like, HIPAA violations. I, I, maybe it's not super into romancing the patients, but I know there's, like... There's like family drama and other stuff going on too. Yeah, I write you this prescription. There's now a, I'm gonna tell you something. But what kills if you me? You come out with me for dinner and drinks. I might add a few more pills <laughs> to it. Oh, that's awful. That's what it sounds like. You know, I might save your brother if you uh, go out to dinner. You know, <laughs> that's awful. I know. I know that's a great French restaurant down the street. That's terrible. So I got really excited because um, I looked over uh, game FAQs and I had a whole walkthrough of like how to get all the endings and how to do this. People love this game. Not a great rated game, highly rated game, but people love it. But the, if you you can unlock a sound test in this game because the soundtrack is excellent. See, and also, but I can't find the composer for this. And I do admit I like stuff like this where these kind of episodes crack open and we pull these music tracks down. And honestly, if it weren't for the fact that we were doing these records or doing this episode, I would have never heard about this. I've seen images of the games covered. Like, when Rob mentioned mm. this to me, I was like, I don't know what you're mm. talking about. The but you've seen oh, it, like, in makes... the store, right? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it at the store, and I promptly ignored it. Like, I had, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. But yeah. now I feel like I regret missing out for I don't know. I could have heard music like this and enjoyed yeah, I mean, it. This is so good. Right? This right. is also before uh, I learned about... I'm, no, I'm trying to remember when I started playing Phoenix Wright games. Likely uh, when it first released in the States, but that was, like, 2007. Uh, my, my, my favorite part's coming up right here. Right after the, uh, the end of this, of this of this B section. Oh, here, here it is. That's how you rekindle an old flame. Ooh. Okay, and then it goes into the bridge, and then right here, right here, this little flick. Ow! Ow! And it drops out, and you get that bass. In the, in the yes, right there. Oh, it's so good. Get good medical with it. And then the bass Another example also where it makes you wonder where this plays in the game. Between the time. title and the care. track. I don't care what happens. <laughs> I have to know. This, I have to know. This music is for like a space shooter. This has like this is this is this is there has to be a part of this game where your doctor gets in like that Gradius spaceship and like goes off into the future. He could be playing games in the break room. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe he's just playing like <laughs> He's just, he, like, sneaks out of, like, the surgery, like, mid-surgery. It's like the sub and you don't want to romance any of the women, and you're like, you know what, rather than deal with that, I just want to go play video no, games no. in the break room. You're a surgery, you know, you're a surgeon playing visual novels when he should be doing work. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so meta. Game within a game, right? Um, <laughs> okay. Like That's, oh, this is so good. The rest of the soundtrack is going on my iP my iPod, iPod, my iPod, my uh, my Get phone, the pod. into my car, into my car, and out of my dreams. But yeah, this track, Whew, I this feel like hot. this, this might be track. this might between Satomi Tadashi and this is as for the best track of the episode. I yeah, think. Satomi said, I really 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 love that first track you played because it was so different. But man, I can't get over this tune. All right, what's your next track? Well, and this and, and, and and take it slow. I want to hear this. I want to hear this go through one more time. <laughs> to the next episode. Yeah. But I I will say this is going to be an interesting <laughs> one. Well, not necessarily interesting, but one that I didn't expect to pull until it just kind of clicked for me. And this track is from the game Skullgirls. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The track title is called Paved with Good Intentions. And you know who the composer is, but for those who don't, like I didn't, <laughs> yes. it's Michiro Yamane. Oh, yeah.
Crack that whip. <laughs> You've had some of these weird, like, musical connections in your brain today, which I don't get. Because usually that's me, like, making up, like, dumb, like, lyrics to some stuff. That's part of the fun, though. Yeah. Dumb like, lyrics, musical transitions. Yeah, but you were, like, Linkin Park on that last episode, that last track. And <laughs> it worked. Devo on this track. Oh, this is like the most Castlevania of the tracks I've heard from Skullgirls. It really is, yeah. but it's freaking swank. In that track, what are we talking about? Oh, you know how it goes. All music is paid with good intentions. <laughs> and that is composed for the game Skullgirls by Michiro Yamane. I've never played Skullgirls, never in my life. But this is one of those fighting games where I was I was watching its entire like Kickstarter rundown, oh, yeah. hoping to consider buying it because... I don't play fighters, but the animations that they created for these characters were just impressive. It's really, stupid impressive. Really, really cool. It was the last year's um, convention that we did, like Geekdom Con. Um, there was a group of people playing Skullgirls, and I got a chance to, to play with some of them. How and was it? Because you're a fighting player. It's really good. It was like, it, it's not like the like the usual anime fighter where people like jump super high and do all this crazy stuff. But it's very combo heavy. But because it's all every animation is so intentional like you can tell like what does what does what does what it's really cool and it probably makes it so that you can actually gauge players like movements yes based on how their characters actually animate so if you do if you do a move mm -hmm. you can tell the, you can see the flow of stepping into the move and as the opponent you can see what they're doing to try to as you get better like, okay time to dodge he's right. going to go into that thing <laughs> when he punches upward he's squatting downward to jump up like, Have you ever heard of uh, a convention called GDX? It's a it's the game developers convention that they do every year. It sounds really familiar it's, to me. Well, they just these uh, people do talks like game developers and artists and it's musicians. Like TED talks. Yeah, sort of, but like it's it's usually like um, like developer notes, like oh this is what I learned doing this game and, and this and that. There's a really great talk of the artist of Skullgirls, or maybe the only one of the artists or one of the key animators. Um, and she is fantastic, and it's all the things that she learned while doing the animation for this game. Where mm. one of the one of the things I remember was she animated frame by frame these really elaborate moves, and when they went to implement them in the game, because there was so much, so many frames to the animation, like it was fluid, but it didn't feel right. So she had to actually cut some back. So yeah, you know, she had to cut them back and like and and, and add like swinging like uh, frames of animation that was just like an arc of like a swing oh. just to make it like smoother so that when you hit a button it felt like it hit it felt like it like so she learned all these different like um, uh, lessons while, while, while developing for this game it's a really cool talk and discussion and there's a lot of like visuals to go along with it to see like this is how it originally was and this is how it turned into it made it look it's really neat thing. it's really really neat um, yeah actually almost all the talks I've seen from GDX are, are really um, informative really really interesting you know what a Skullgirls action adventure game like that would be really neat. <laughs> that would be because the characters are crazy. Yes. You can imagine some of the characters to come up with like some random enemy type for them to deal with or whatever. World exploration. You use a number of the different characters and there's like the enemy log where it's like, hey, Peacock is fighting against, I don't know, Valentine, <laughs> who this character... Oh, I didn't even mention why I picked this track. Yes. They didn't even fit. So this track, it plays as the stage theme for the anti-Skullgirls lab. And speculation has it that people typically consider this to be a theme most related to the character Valentine. Valentine is an employee of said lab. 
she is she works for like the anti skull girls division or something mm. random like that. It's a whole weird premise of the skull heart, skull girl, whatever. Yeah. But what I do know is that Valentine is a ninja nurse and she fights with medical equipment like a hacksaw <laughs> and like crazy ninja flip moves. That's and, like, cool. I like that. And she even has like the ninja look, but she's wearing like the ninja the, the nurse's hat. And then she has like the face mask that ninjas yeah. typically yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous in the most awesome way. Really cool. Yeah, this game looks amazing. It's really, really pretty. So if you're into fighting games, that that's the one to, to really get oh, into. I don't yes. know if it's has it been ported over to the to the, the newer the, the current generation of systems. I don't think it no, has it hasn't. Yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's backwards compatible at least on the Xbox. Yeah, and I'm, I know you can get it on Steam. Oh, yeah. Steam's got a big community. Like every fighting game's got like a big community out there. Yeah, this game should. This yeah. game deserves. It actually deserved way more love than it got. I think it was a. It was an indie darling in the fan, in the fighting game community. Yes. But it didn't get the kind of push that I felt it deserved in like in the big scene. It got kind of let overshadowed by other games. Yeah, a lot of a lot of other stuff like the Marvel Capcom series was trying to get. You know, trying to grow again, which is now not even. It's not even an Evo anymore. It's not even in the lineup. Yeah, because they. They really bissed on yeah, Capcom. They, they missed great. out on a lot of what would have been, you know, a great game. But that's okay. I know that's never been my thing to begin with. Oh, that was where I was all about. I liked using Mega Man and Tron Bond <laughs> and Ruby Heart or just whatever random bizarre combination of characters yeah. could slap together. Those are the games that make people who don't play fighting games want to try them because, like, really, because I, I look at that. I look at, but you play fighting games. I'm that's like, what is happening? But the that's screen the thing. is crazy. You play fighters, thereby so, you're technical. You want to be able uh, to see characters and <laughs> go head to head and read moves and do what's that word I'm looking for? It's sort of the T, I thought. Where like the thing where you like kind of read what players are doing and you react to them. The Tago or the Tonga, the Yomi. Yomi. It doesn't even start with a T. Anyway, the, the point Yomi, is, you're yeah. all about the Yomi game. Yeah. Whereas me. I just like seeing weird people do weird things, and if I can relate to the characters that are being yeah. weird, all the better. Smash Bros. I'm using Mega Man and that kid from Splatoon. That's cool. Yeah, I never got into Smash Bros., but I think it's just because I wasn't really exposed to it, because that was an N64 game when it came out. Well, I'm proposing a thing. I should just say it on the show, because that'll make the listeners laugh about it as I'm like, I'm pitching a thing to Rob on the show. Yeah, that's You fine. need to go out and buy a Switch dock and hook up to your TV. That way, if so I ever bring the switch, switch over, over here. just dock on the TV. Well, you use never it. use it at your house. Let's bring your dock over here. No, I um, do use it. Oh, you do I, use I it. just bought a that switch, um, the, the HDMI switch, so I'll be able to hook it up. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll see about that. Maybe yeah. we'll see about that. Yeah, it makes logical sense. Where they run? I think it's like 30 You get the dock, oh. the AC adapter. Because you were saying that Joy-Con was like 90 bucks. Yeah, Joy-Cons are 80 but they're weird. They're, people, the claim is that they have... Small, like all kinds of t crazy technology, ooh, ooh, like that, except the gyroscope you, and the accelerometer. How many do you have? Do you just have the two? What gyro uh, uh, gyroscopes? <laughs> just the two that came with it. Though tomorrow I'll have two more because I'm buying the Mario Party. Yes, but which, gonna, by the way, I was going to say because Christie loves the Mario Party. I'm going to just state this to you. If you're not aware of this, I'm just going to say because I'm not sure how many people are. A lot of people probably don't have Gamers Club anymore. But if you happen to be one of the people who were able to hold on to what it a tad it? bit longer. Gamers oh. Club. Gamers Club was a discount program that Best Buy offered. Okay, from Best Buy, yeah. Yes, you get 20% off of... We know about your beef with Best Buy. Oh, I have a beef. The I have beef, a delicious, the, I have a delicious the, gravy the covered B, beef. The BBB, the Best yes. Buy beef. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm sort of made up with them because I'm, they, they, they let me switch a game out. and I, <laughs> I still do crazy them. stuff with them. But uh, Mario Party, Super Mario Party, as of the time of this release, it already exists. 
got a uh, combo pack where they're sitting to release the game with two Joy Cones for a hundred bucks. Now, I'm going to state it like this: even if you don't like Mario Party, which if you don't like Mario Party, come the heck on! What are you doing? Anyway, point is, if you don't, even if you don't like it, if <laughs> you have Gamers Club up. unlocked. You can go to the store, mm-hmm. get this game for 20% off, which makes it $80, which is the price of a Joy-Con. So you get Mario Party for free. Yeah. And if you don't like Mario Party, you can then just trade it in the store to get more money back for something you might actually want. Mm-hmm. But you should want Mario Party, because this is a good Mario Party. Um, but I asked you what the Best Buy and finagled a return of the one I bought a month ago. I was like, look, uh, I'm going to rebuy the same game, and even if you don't take it back, I'm going to buy the game and then sell the game back you, to they you. They see so you coming out, don't they? They probably do. I'm sure I'm in the system somewhere. <laughs> I ended up buying two games in exchange. They wouldn't give me store credit because they like, well, you're already out of the return possible. I'm going to help you out and leave such exchange for something. I'm going to go up there tomorrow for a new TV. A new TV for downstairs. Oh, for the dance dance. For the dance dance, my TV's too small. That's like going to be like the most expensive rig, but it'll be worth every penny. It, you know, you think about how much a machine would cost, and then these days—that's one thing. I'm not even sure because nowadays people are like selling machines for like twelve hundred bucks. Oh yeah, well that takes a lot of work to get to where you want it to be. That so. is true. Whereas that's this what I was you trying to configure it. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about how much I spent on that. So we're gonna move on to <laughs> the so. last game of my last track. This is this is Surgeon Simulator 2013 on Steam. They number them. The, uh, yep, this is the. They, it's like they did like Goat Simulator 2014. I didn't even know they labeled Goat Simulator. Farm Simulator 2019. Let's not talk about that atrocious game. I played Farm Simulator. I reviewed Farm Simulator. <laughs> reviewed Farm Simulator. Yeah, I, I chose to. Admittedly, the guy. So, was how like, you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? I'm not gonna lie to you. You did. I right. didn't trash it because because when I review games. I try to be, I say, more fair than most. So, do I like farming games that aren't like Harvest Moon? No, <laughs> I really don't. But what about like a full-on simulator where you have to like find your tractor? And, and that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is like if I was going to enter this game as Pernell, I could just rag on it for days. Like I'm a farmer and I'm going to the to the silo yeah. to get grain. Like that doesn't intrigue me. But as an objective review component, I have yeah. to look at it as if I did like this, does this con- does this put together a solid farming simulator? Mm-hmm. And it does. Okay. It got to the point where I did have moments like, okay, this mission requires me to drive my tractor <laughs> down to the local convenience store yeah. to pick up seed to bring it back to the tent to the farm you're to like, do XYZ with it. That's a quest it, huh? in the game. Wow. And I was doing it, and it did it well. It wasn't a problem to manage. I did have complaints like it probably could have stood to have more, you know, vocal NPCs to make you feel engaged in the in the world you're engaging. Because even yeah, if it's a sim, just kinda sims quiet. can be cool. Like, you know... Well, the farmer's life is pretty quiet. It is, but yeah, it's also very frantic. Yeah, but when you put it that way, I mean, it's quiet, you but it's also hectic and frantic. Talk to the cows and the goats. I mean, they don't talk back, but they listen really good. Oh, they listen. <laughs> they do. And if you don't treat them right, you don't get good milk. Oh, well... So you gotta treat them right. Gotta treat those that. animals like kings and queens. Gotta get that milk. That's right. Yeah. Rhythm and pixels. Gotta, gotta get that milk. That's the new. That's the new milk ad on TV. But I'm drinking milk. See, this episode. Gotta get that milk. <laughs> yeah, I wish this episode's theme was farm talk, so we could have a picture of us drinking oh, like milk. A farming episode is coming up. Gotta have that. Oh, mer- we do. We never did a farming episode. I know, right? There's just farming games. Write that down. I'm writing it down. Yes. No, you're not. I'm you gotta- gonna. 
Right, got gotta actually do it. I'll, type it. Okay. Type it down. All right, hold on. Just... We can't forget farming. All right, fill up some space here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even letting that go there. Farming, baby. I'm writing it. I'm writing it. But uh, yeah. farming. Games. <laughs> farming games. All right, all right. So this is a track from not Farming Simulator, but Surgeon Simulator. Now in, with more farms. In which, on the keyboard, you control the fingers, and the mouse, you control the hand. This game is ridiculous. Um, this is a track called Take a Number. And this is um, composed by and performed by Black Heron, who is compo uh, comprised of Leo Chilcott and Murugan Thymaster? Thai <sighs> Sorry, I have to get closer to my monitor. Thruch album. So it's Leo Chilcott and Murugan Thruch album. And he says, totally wanted more time to pronounce that name. He knows it. Oh, come on. I just need to do the phonetic <laughs> spelling. I've been reading Japanese names all night. Um, take a number from Surgeon Simulator 2013. There's a cricket game, though. All right, you're listening to Take a Number. This is the main menu theme from Surgeon Simulator 2013 from Black Heron. So, Leo Chilcott and Murugan Thurchulavum. It just hit me, actually. So during the break, I actually jokingly called this game Sturgeon Simulator. Sturgeon Simulator. And he's reading the composer's <laughs> names. The one of them is Black Heron. Yeah, it's the Black like, Heron. Like, yeah, well, yeah. there you go. There you the go. bird's hungry. Swoop oh. on in. Get yourself some sturgeon, but look out! This one's a this is a simulator, so a human controls. This I like that sturgeon. I play like the super chill track, like towards the end of the episode when we get our silliest. Yeah, like, oh. yes, all the caffeine's flowing. Yeah, well for you. Oh, oh, there's caffeine in that Lacroix. 
There's no caffeine in LaCroix. Wait a minute. There is now. Because uh, I put some in the can. Zero fat, zero sodium. 100% caffeine. 100% taurine. <laughs> Ugh. No, no, I'm drinking um, fennel, fennel tea. I, I really like fennel. I do need some fennel in my life. Though... Maybe maybe it could be a side game in the in the surgeon simulator. Maybe 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 drinking you know fennel tea will we'll calm your nerves before the operation. Yeah, that's right. Because I'm not sure if you've played Surgeon mm -hmm. Simulator. I haven't, but I've seen video enough to know that this game is just like twitchy as crap. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, actually, one of my uh, one of my favorite drum and drum and bass labels in the UK is called Hospital. Mm. And they've been making, they've been, they've been releasing music since like 99, 2000. Um, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was 2005. Anyway, really awesome. But they, um, they, they have like shirts and like posters and stuff that they, they sell that says, trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> He's and, a real doctor. And the, uh, the medical association in the UK, I forget, I forget what they're called, the NS, NSH or something like that. The National Health, NHS, National Health, National Health Society. They've banned drum and bass music from the surgery rooms because it's too fast and crazy. I guess I can kind of see I'm not that sure if that's like a stunt that like, you know, they, they just did on their website, but I'm... It makes you really more so think, think about... Because yeah, yeah. you know the rule when, when, a, when, a, when a rule or a guideline becomes a thing is usually because somebody violated Something it in the first happened. place, e resulting in a problem. Yeah. So I am picturing a guy in the surgery who's like, you know, drum and bass helps me think. <laughs> and he's just in there like, do it, do it, do it. He's like, he's like, he's gets into the mood, starts like stuttering like a madman. Yeah. But like, oh, mercy me. But, uh... Yeah, so if you like drum and bass music, check them out. They did the, um, they have a whole... A playlist that was released for the latest Forza um, racing game that's from the in band the Hospital. That's the, that's the label. By oh, the label Hospital, hospital. Uh, it's run by Tony Coleman. Um, oh, the Coleman he in, He was in his like fifties now. <laughs> um, his his group is called London Electricity. So I was raised with the Winchester, the Winchesters, no the Coleman. That's what I mean. The Winchester Colemans. Winchester Colemans. Yeah, I don't oh, know. It's family line. Oh. It's, uh, it's, they hail it's from Winchester. The family business. That's right. Is that is that like I'm not sure because I started honestly we started watching season seven again, which I know you didn't like. That had the Leviathans. No, it's not that I didn't like it. It's 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 like think of it like uh, Always Sunny for some of you, or like uh, Chappelle Show for some, or just any show where you like everything. Like you've never really was like mm. this is a terrible but, show. But this one just didn't like. They're always going to be a bad component. Like the worst of it. The worst of a lot mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's the worst of a good thing. Yeah. So of all the of, of what you really like, like that's your least. That's your least exactly. Yeah. And for me, the Leviathan may have been oh, the least favorite. I think it's one of my favorites. No, so good. But it's there so, were good episodes. They're so funny and scary. Well, it's more. I like the corporate angle of the Leviathans. Yeah, me too. This is where some people are like, "The heck are you guys talking about?" And I like the episode where there were Leviathans that were posing as the two Winchester yeah, brothers. We just watched that one yesterday. Like this guy just <laughs> eats salad. What the yeah. heck is with him? Yeah, so they 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 shapeshift as the main characters and like go on this killing spree, which let me tell you, would never fly on TV today. No, it wouldn't. No, it would not, because it was it was pretty shocking rough. to today's standards. Um, it hasn't been that long. Sadly, um, but it was really, really good. So they, 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 
they pose as them to get them like caught, I guess, by the police. Well, or... not to get them one. I guess to get them caught, yeah, but they basically but... create a crime spree so that then the police come looking for the real ones. But there's like a scene, a particular scene where they're like in a diner talking yes. about what it's like to be each of them, and the one guy's like, "You think you got it bad? This guy eats salad all the time. <laughs> I know. Do you understand how painful this is? Oh, uh, there's so they get so meta on that show, like self. Like they, they get into it. I like like the ones where they um, they've actually like they have at the actual actors they go back and play themselves. Yeah, that was amazing. They get That's so weird. So for those of you who are like, what oh. the heck? And just say you should watch Supernatural. It's been on the air for like fourteen years. Yeah, and I didn't start watching it until like season seven was a thing. I think we were just getting into season seven, and I marathon like all of it oh, up to that it's, point. Yeah, it's it's addictive. But like when you first watch the show, like the beginning there. They're so young. They're like in their twenties. Yeah, and they're still at it. They're it's, still at it. And they're they. It's just it's a it's a fantastic it's concept so of a show. Yeah, yeah, it's just good. So if you like uh, scary, spooky, super violent, creepy, gory uh, mystery with way too much drama with because lot, it is a CW show. Yeah, with a lot of family drama and um, sacrilegious elements. Oh, and of good course, stuff. monsters that generally only can throw people across rooms. Yeah. Which for the record CW show. That yeah, there's a lot of shows that do that. And if you his, this is opposed to the listeners of the show. If you could think of any shows like this, let me know. Cause I, I can think Supergirl. of two. Supergirl did that. Uh, Supergirl, I wager she at least had powers on display. Oh, but yeah, like sort you have to of. give it like she'll deliver like I threw you across the room. I'm like, oh. Well like I feel like with Supergirl, even though it's still ultimately she's strong. Like that's her thing. But Think of like supernatural and to a fly. lesser extent grim. Well, she flies to places. Yeah, she got the but like, X-ray vision. But like in supernatural, you'll fight Wendigos, they fight vampires, yeah. werewolves, and also all kinds of crazy monsters that in some respects up to that show I didn't know they were like things, but they're all based generally based on like real lore. Yeah. Now all these monsters in their lore have crazy abilities. Sometimes they can even like throw energy beams and crap, all kinds of weird stuff. But in the actual show proper, all they ever do is throw people. They just pick you up and throw you, mm-hmm. or they'll punch you and kick you. Like you're a freaking monster with fangs. You should be biting everything. Well, you got claws. Why are you punching? Not the one. The um. The god. The um. They have gods in the show yeah, the that gods. just punch people. No, no, the one who like changes, uh, that he plays jokes on them. The trickster. The trickster. That's real power. He yeah. makes he makes them, but he makes the one believe that the other is dead for like three years. Oh, like, that was that's awesome. Crazy. And there was the one episode where they just die. He made him die every day. That was amazing. I think that was the one where he's like, "Oh, you're tired of seeing your brother die? Well, now he's dead forever." <laughs> and it's just, oh, it's play rough. your part. You got to play your part. That's so good. That was so so good. Um. Anyway, enough about. A supernatural. Um, Time to play a track from the game Supernatural! <laughs> I'm gonna turn the Surgeon Simulator down. I wouldn't mind a Surgeon Simulator. Simulation. You know what I mean? Like, if I had surgery, if it was like, today your surgery will be performed by AI, a robot. No, like, I don't want that. Are you sure? I, unless I get a really decent discount. I mean, like, if I can get a discount took, on surgery, if you took don't. The, all the human element, Entirely away from it. I want a discount. You would want a discount. Yeah, because here's the thing. The human element, I feel like this could go either way. Surgery can be generally by the book, but I'm going to wager that and very many times the body will do certain things on the operating table uh, that may not be just by the book. You don't and think- at that point, 
you know, I don't really want an AI to have to run through a set of routines like, looks like this might be condition C, and it happens to be condition B because the AI didn't happen to catch one small component, whereas a human who's trained at the art, while they may be accident-prone because they are human, they are also more likely to spot odd minutia details mm. that they might have come across in their practice. Like, okay, this is a situation that I've you seen before. You Here think? we go. I think. I think you could find out. I think you could see things. You ever seen a Roomba come around a room, hit every corner in that house? Yeah, same, but it's hitting every corner. Same thing. I don't want same the. Thing. I don't want an AI just like slashing across my stomach because it needs to rub against the side of my stomach to know I, that it's at the edge and needs look, to come back in. I'm just trying to come up with money saving ideas. Well, that's the thing. If it was saving me money, I'd consider it. Well, but I don't see. I don't see the Massey cutting any cause. No, it's going to be the exact same price. Probably. It's going to all go to insurance companies or some trash. Oh, we're back to the beginning again. The bankruptcy episode. <laughs> exactly. Going back to squalor baby. Alright, well I'm going to turn the track down because it's too depressing. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into the part of the show we call the bonus round. Doctor, we need a bonus rail stat! <laughs> bonus round is the part of our show where we play covers and remixes and arrangements um, based on our theme. And this week we are talking about softball. softball. We're talking about medical stuff. Surgery, games, sur- uh medicinal purposes. For medicinal purposes. Music, uh, games for medicinal purposes. That's right. Um, and so, Pranav, what'd you find? Well, I'm not, I'm going to flat out state that I originally was going to come into this and mention the Brental Floss Dr. Mario song. Which is amazing. It's a fantastic song. Yeah, can we, I don't think we can play it on the show, can we? I feel like we could, but uh, <laughs> at the same time, I was like, I feel like it may lose a little elements if you don't have the video to go with it. Yeah, yeah he's very visual. But and the, I so that. I figured I I'll that. stick with that element and go over with Dr. Mario and see what I could find. And I came across a pretty sweet variation of my favorite track from the game, which is the Fever theme. Yeah, yeah. bite me chill. Um, so Fever is your favorite? Oh, Fever is definitely my favorite. Oh yeah, Fever's great. And Fever. <laughs> Las Vegas man, roll them bones. Um, and this is the Dr. Mario orchestral jam, composed by. <laughs> Ham Man. <laughs> I love that name. Ham Man. Ham Man. Ham Man! Not Haman. Haman. No, it's Ham Man. Okay. If he was Haman, he's Ham Man now. Because <laughs> you can't not be the Ham Man. I hope he doesn't mind. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he doesn't either because his name is awesome.
That was good. You know that one. I, I was, you said or, orchestral jam. And so I was thinking like, oh, okay, it's going to be kind of a lighter, maybe a smoother, like orchestral arrangement of the song. But no, it was a jam. It was quite the jam. That was like, that was full speed. Horns. Full speed fever. And I love that. I was like, wait, when I first heard, I was waiting for him to figure, was waiting to hear how he would do the big drop. And it's like, it's all done with horns. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Like, like, I'm not sure if it was the same notes as what's in the game, but like he did like a different kind of thing with it. And I liked it. It was such a good thing. That was good. I'm so a- that was the orchestra, Dr. Mario Orchestral Jam by the Ham Man. Or Dr. Haman. Dr. Haman. <laughs> He's a real doctor. <laughs> He's a real doctor. Um, I'm moving on to something very different here. This is a remix from Trauma Center Under the Knife. Again, this is a remix of the main theme um, from uh, Dar Rasputin, um, who is Carl Christian Gell. Trauma Center, Under the Knife, main theme, Rasputin remix from Dar Rasputin, Carl Christian Gell. Pretty, pretty jammy, right? Oh, pretty jamming? Oh, I, I felt my jammy. <laughs> I put my jammies on for that one. Yeah, I think he's a, a newer artist, or maybe this is kind of a more of a work in progress, but um, I really like the sound he got out of it, and I love that theme anyway. It's it pretty cool. like Trauma Center in space. Yeah, very spacey sounding, which I thought was cool. In space. <laughs> Surgeons. Actually, there's a, there's a level in um, Surgeon Simulator where there's no gravity because you have to do brain surgery in space. So your tools are just floating in the yeah, air. Yeah, the brains are flying all over the place. That would be pretty fun. Very strange. Um, so for more information on the bonus round part of our show, go to rhythmandpixels.com and we'll have links to their band camps, SoundClouds, YouTube pages, everywhere where you can get the music and support the artists. Thank you for joining us on episode 15-9 of Rhythm and Pixels, medical music. Sweet diggums. Hospital music. It's a wonder. I tell you, we, we take topics and all we seem to make them good. I'm almost afraid. <laughs> we are just... We still got to do that one. I just realized that. We, we got to do that. 
the, we're the best of everything? No. Episode. <laughs> no, I don't even want to say it on the show because I want it to be a surprise when it oh, okay. pops up on the on the on the title card. I'll mention it after the show though. Um yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll be doing that one soon. Um Yeah, this has been a fun one. And honestly, now I make I feel like I'm gonna look into more hospital games or games with like medical themes to them. So it's it's gonna be something. Mm. But I feel like try to stay out of the hospital. Except for when it comes to this. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need to be in there anytime soon. My no. money's I'm trying to keep my money, you know, in my pockets. Yeah. And not you know, lost in <laughs> lost in the sauce, as it were. Yeah, but the um, you know, you can't put a price on your health, right? Yeah. I, oh, I can, and I did. <laughs> Seventy five hundred dollars. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Bam. Keep it in check. <laughs> You're like what? Like yeah, I did yeah. the math, baby. Uh, I no, it. I know it. I know it. I know you would. Um. All right. So, if you want to get in contact with the show, why don't you send us an email? Rhythm and Pixels at Hotmail dot com. And if you'd like more information about a show and a full track listing of all of our episodes and access to all of our episodes, go to the website. Get yourself two cc's of <laughs> www.rhythmandpixels.com. Um, check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. Go to, um, on Facebook, there's a group called Rhythm and Pixels Chat. You can check that out. Which I got to get my butt on because I've been, I've been like so busy. I never got to do the Rhythm and Pixels game of the month, but it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, that's soon. right. Uh, the game of the month this week is uh, River City Ransom. Yup, and Robo Warrior slash Blaster Master Boy. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, then we also have a Discord. If you go to the, um, our website, you'll see a link to our Discord there. And is there anything else? Our YouTube. If you go to YouTube um, slash Rhythm and Pixels, um, we have a 24-hour um, video game music radio station just playing 8-bit and 16-bit Jimmy Jams. Pajama Jammy Jams. <laughs> Pajama Jammy Jams. Peanut Butter and Jammy Jams. Um, and if you'd like to support the show... Um, go ahead and share it with your friends. Tell everyone you know. <laughs> Tell everyone you know. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people um, around the holiday season, they like to send uh, cards out to their family with, like, a write-up on, like, on what their family's doing and, like, you know, what they did throughout the year. Don't do any of that. Just tell them about the, Just, like, send the, It's just a URL of the show. That'd yeah. <laughs> be hilarious. Um, you can just click the subscribe button or, or wherever you're listening. It's always really helpful for other people to find the show. Um, you can also go to patreon.com slash Rhythm and Pixels where we can, um, where you can help us out that way as well. And we like to thank all of our Patreon members, starting with um, Dr. Brian Kunkel. Dr. Brian Kunkel. Uh, Dr. Alex the Messenger Messenger. Doctor. Dr. Bobby Arson. Doctor. Doctor. Uh, Dr. the Autistic Gamer. Doctor. Doctor. Uh, Dr. Mark Shrout. Thank you. Doctor. Doctor. Um, Dr. Cameron Worma. Thanks, Doctor. Uh, Dr. Christopher Shenstrom. Doctor. Dr. Damien Beckles. Doctor. I could do this all day. <laughs> Dr. Wicked Sephiroth. Not a doctor. Not, not a doctor. Uh, Dr. OK Impala. He's more of an ambulance. He's the driver. Of the <laughs> He's ambulance. the driver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dr. Carlos, uh, Kung Fu Carlito of the Heroes 3 podcast. He's the doctor that he's like the doctor that he, he takes care of you with force. Like, bow! <laughs> oh, there you go. You were choking on that thing there. Not anymore. Uh, uh, Dr. Henrik Anderson of the Camouflage Commodore 64 um, focused uh, podcast. Doctor. We appreciate your support and we want to support you. As, I agree. As well. That's how it works. Also, I haven't been making a whole lot of time for podcasts, uh, listening in my own life. 
Our problem is I haven't been able to listen to much of anything lately. Yeah, your job is like kind of tightened the screws on you, huh? It's been beating me down with a soggy hammer. Uh, well, let's continue on to thanking our uh, doctors of the of the day. These are these, these, these are all they're, they're all heroes. These are all our favorite doctor orbs. Yeah, uh, uh, Doctor Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version podcast. Doctor. Uh, doctor Brian Pitt. <laughs> doctor. Calling Doctor Martin Gorton Morton Gangso. Doctor Doctor. Doctor Murray. Doctor Chris Murray. Monsieur Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Soulless Sanctuary. Sacre bleu, the doctor. Dr. Jiggle. Dr. John Jiggle. Doctor. Dr. Joe Vasallo. <laughs> Dr. Chris Steenerson. That was weird. And, and finally, um, a patient. Patient David Smith. Patient. Why has he got to be a patient? Well, we have all these doctors. Someone's got to be sick. They're going to be fighting over the one patient. They work together. D- no, they don't. And David, doctors don't work together. David Smith needs like I don't know, like a, he needs like a army amputation, and they're that's, all dude, that's what it is. They're all working. It's a, on it's it. a very <laughs> everyone peculiar gets illness that is need, it needs so much research that all the nation's top Patreon yeah. doctors need it, to come together worldwide. Yes, they, they all they're all Skype together, and they're trying to figure out what to do to save David Smith. This awesome individual, David. I, I you heard the list. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> That's not true. These guys are very it's nice, skilled. It's nice knowing you. Thanks for supporting us for as long as you have. That's not true. These are all skilled, talented <laughs> agents, agents of medicine. No, we we appreciate it. Thank you all so much for everything. Um, I have nothing else going on. How about you? Um, oh, maybe uh, in a couple weeks. So maybe you'll see us at PAX Unplugged. Oh no, you will. Yeah, you will. In uh, the Philadelphia, the actual Philadelphia um, Expo Center, not Expo Center, Expo Philadelphia Center. Convention Center. Yeah, right around uh, Chinatown, and it's near Reading Street Station, Reading Terminal Market, Reading Terminal Market. And yeah, if yeah, you yeah. are, if you do intend to go, and I'm not even joking about this. You need to let it be known because uh, did you stop it? No. Oh, I missed up. <laughs> anyway, if you plan to be up there for that thing, because this is a big enough convention that it's actually very possible, let us know because it would be cool to be like, hey, I'll play a board game yeah, with yeah. you or something. This is a uh, PAX board games centric, and uh, we'll be there. I'll be there on Saturday. Pernell will be there a couple more days. Oh, I'm doing a whole shebang. Doing a whole shebang. Hopefully, I'll buy less than fifteen board games. We're not doing a show or anything special there. We're just we're just there to do it because we are enthusiasts. Yeah, exactly. Though it would be hilarious if we could do a show there. Like we're here to talk about board game video games because apparently that's becoming quite the thing lately. Yeah, Ticket to Ride just got released on PS4. I saw that. Yeah, those those. I mean, Ticket to Ride's like the new. That's the new class. That's the new Monopoly. Pretty much that and Catan still. I think, but yeah, Ticket to Ride has kind of eclipsed Catan. It's so easy to teach. Ticket to Ride is. It is a good game, though, too, which is also nice. Anyway, that's it. So let's talk more about board games. Uh, Board games is for another show. Uh, the the Pernell Board Game Corner. That would be nice, actually. I'm not sure I would talk about them, but it'd be fun to It plays after Todd's Page Turners. Yes! That would take, it could happen. Yeah. Though admittedly, if I don't know why I was thinking about that. If recently. Ed is actually listening to this episode in the off chance <laughs> that I do decide to make a random episode about Pernell's board game bonanzas yeah. or something, you, that's Todd's thing. He has to do page turns mm-hmm. now because what the heck are we going to talk about board games? Oh, oh, so yeah, our our last was our last episode. The episode before that, we had our arcade racing episode, and and Ed Wilson from the VG Embassy totally. Almost caught me out on doing a Daytona USA focused episode. I still 
propose an it's idea, coming. but... It's coming. Well, well, that's something I'll mention after the show, too. Oh, it's, it's percolating in my brain how I want to do it. I already have the idea. It's I just a it. matter of, well, I'll tell you about it I later. mean, I might have to be an ambassador. Yeah, don't spoil stop spoiling <laughs> things! I'm just, I'm just getting people ready. I'm just priming the engine. Priming the engine. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everybody. This is the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Thank you for listening. Have a safe week. Be careful out there in the snow if you're somewhere that gets snow like we are right now. Tip your waiters, bartenders, stay <laughs> new to your pets. You know the like. Yes. But also remember, oh my god, um, helping people, please do. You should continue to help people. Do the best you can mm. to support and aid folks that are in need, whether they are your friends, your family, some random dude on the street who is not a creep. Um... If you are capable of and is not a horrible burden on your psyche, you really can't go wrong with trying to help people that are in need of assistance. Though, also don't come up with fake crazy schemes to allow yourself to <laughs> generate false sources of income uh, to help yeah. said people. You know what I'm talking about. I do. For those who don't, people in Philadelphia made up a fake story to you can look it up you can look it up you can look it up but point is help people in need is great (laughs) and god I'm rambling because caffeine's a burden they got got you man that caffeine's got a hold of you babe I got you babe oh and one last thing what's up Um, just because I'm in that mindful mindful mood where I don't have the time but I still care Mm. if you can think of any games that you feel as though need to be tried or need to be checked out by the Rhythm and Pixels team or me, because Rob has even less time for games than I do lately. I'm just making less time. That <laughs> touche. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Let us know, because it would be interesting to dive into more mm-hmm. games that our listeners are down with. Totally. Thank you and good night.